the sewer. Cleaned up, washed myself real good, came out feeling refreshed and ready to catch up on my sleep. Trotted down to the gas tanks and found Drover curled up in my favorite spot. I growled him off my gunny sack. Beat it, son. Make way for the night patrol. He didn't want to move, so I went to sterner measures. Put some bangs on him. That moved him out, and he didn't show no signs of lameness either. I have an idea that where Drover is lamest is between his ears. I did my usual bedtime ritual of walking in a tight circle around my bed until I found just exactly the spot I wanted. And then I flopped down. Oh, that felt so good. I wiggled around and finally came to rest with all four paws sticking up in the air. I closed my eyes and had some wonderful twitching dreams about... Don't recall exactly the subject matter, but most likely they were about Beulah, the neighbor's collie. I dream about her a lot. What a woman. Makes my old heart pound just to think about her. Beautiful brown and white hair, big eyes, nose that tapers down to a point. Not quite as good as mine, but so what? And nice ears that flap when she runs. Only trouble is that she's crazy about a spotted bird dog. Without a doubt, the ugliest, dumbest, worthlessest cur I ever met. What could be uglier than a spotted, short-haired dog with a long, skinny tail? And what could be dumber or more worthless than a dog that goes around chasing birds? They call him Plato. I don't know why, except maybe because his eyes look like plates half the time empty plates. He don't know a cow from a sow, but do you think that makes him humble? No, sir. He thinks that bird chasing is hot stuff. What really hurts, though, is that Beulah seems to agree. Don't understand that woman, but I dream about her a lot. Anyway, where was I? Under the gas tanks, catching up on my sleep. All at once, Drover was right there beside me, jumping up and down and giving off that high-pitched squeal of his that kind of bores into your eardrums. You can't ignore him when he does that. Well, I throwed open one eye, kept the other one shut so that I could get some halfway sleep. Will you please shut up? Hank! Oh, Hank, it's just terrible. You wouldn't believe... Oh, my gosh, hurry and wake up. I've seen his tracks down by the creek. Get up before he escapes. I throwed open the other eye pushed myself up, and went nose-to-nose with the noisemaker. Quit hopping around. Quit making all that racket. Hold still and state your business. Okay, Hank. All right, I'll try. He tried and was none too successful, but he did get the message across. Oh, Hank, there's been a killing right here on the ranch, and we slept through it. Huh? I was coming awake by then, and the word killin' sent a jolt clean out to the end of my tail. Who's been killed? They hit the chicken house, Hank. I don't know how they got in, but they did bust it in there and killed one of those big laggard hens. Killed her dead, Hank, and oh, the blood! Well, that settled it. I had no choice but to go back on duty. A lot of dogs would have just turned over and gone back to sleep. But I take this stuff pretty serious. We trotted up to the chicken house, and Drover kept jumping up and down and talking. 
I found some tracks down by the creek. I'm sure they belong to the killer, Hank. I'm just sure they do. What kind of tracks? Coyote. Hmm. We reached the chicken house, and sure enough, there was the hen lying on the ground, and she was still dead. I walked around the body, sniffing it good and checking the signs. I noticed the position of the body and memorized every detail. The hen was lying on her left side, pointing towards the northeast, with one foot out and the other one curled up under her wing. Her mouth was open, and it appeared to me that she had lost some tail feathers. Uh-huh. I'm beginning to see the pattern. What? Tell me, Hank. Who done it? Not yet. Where'd you see them tracks? There weren't any tracks around the corpse. Ground was too hard. Drover took off in a run, and I followed him down.